Hello, brothers and sisters. Welcome on this Wednesday. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray that you give me utterance. In the name of the Lord Jesus, that the power of the Holy Spirit will speak. The power of the Holy Spirit will have free course. That the glory of God will be released even through this uh, uh, ministry today, Father. Let it be so, Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, in the book of Acts, let's go to Acts. We're talking about the powerful name of Jesus. Let's go to Acts, the 8th chapter. Hallelujah. And, and let's start at the 14th verse. Acts 8 and 14, it says, Now when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as of yet he was fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. Now let's let's go to uh, Acts, the 19th chapter. We're talking about the powerful name of Jesus. Uh, Acts 19 and at verse 1, it says, And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and found certain disciples. He said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since ye believe? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Unto what then were ye baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. Now, it was they was baptized, but they was under John's baptism. Now, watch this. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptisms of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him, which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now watch what happens when you do something in the name of the Lord Jesus. Watch what happens. And when Paul laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. So only thing I'm, I'm illustrating here, brothers, I ain't trying to mess with nobody's doctrine or teaching. You do it uh, however you want to, and it's fine. God know your heart. What I'm saying is I'm talking about the powerful name of Jesus. See, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The name of the Lord is powerful. When you do something in the name of the Lord Jesus, you're going to get results. See, in, in uh, let, let's, let's go to Mark the 16th chapter. Let's go to Mark, the 16th chapter. Bear with me, brothers and sisters, because I don't have anything repaired, prepared this week. I'm just going with the flow. Mark 16 and that verse 15, he said, and he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. See, that name is Jesus. Shall they cast out devils? You cast out devils in the name of Jesus. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any daily thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. He's gonna, they're going to do these things in that revealed name, the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Go ye in all the world, baptizing them into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Other words, 
that name, that name, that name that every knee is going to bow to, that name that every tongue is going to confess to, the name of Jesus. God has highly exalted Jesus and, give, and given him that name. They knew that it was a name. David knew that it was a name. All of them, they wanted to know the name even in the Old Testament. Like, What's your name? They wanted to know the name of this man who was who would suddenly appear sometime. And they gave him a bunch of titles, Emmanuel, Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. All these things are describing Jesus. And when that name was revealed, that name that had been kept before the foundation of the world, the name of Jesus, when it finally got revealed, my God, you start seeing some things happen. You start seeing the sick get healed. You start seeing the dead get raised all through the book of Acts. You see Paul and Peter and those guys, you see them doing a bunch of miracles. How? In the name of Jesus. Let's go to Acts, the third chapter. It says, now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer being the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful to ask alms of them that enter into the temple, who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asked an alms. And Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John said, look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, while rise up and walk. So, the power was in them using the name. The power what made this man walk was them simply praying in the name of Jesus Christ. When they prayed in the name of Jesus Christ, this guy got out of the wheelchair and he walked. See, because at verse 7 it said, and he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they that knew and they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. And as the lame man which was healed held Peter and John. All the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's greatly wondering. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, ye men of Israel, listen to this closely. Why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us as though by our own power of holiness we had made this man to walk? Peter was explaining to them that the reason this man is walking it is not by their own power, and it is not by their own holiness. When when a person, when the name of Jesus is used, that that that's what I'm, that's why I'm talking about the powerful name of Jesus. It's something about using the name of Jesus. I went to a church years ago, and I had never n known people. I didn't know people were scared of the name, but I just didn't know it. So I kept. This lady was praying, she started saying, in his name, in his name, in his name, 
in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, in his name. We pray in his name, amen. We pray in his name, amen. In the name of the Father, Son. I'm like, why she scared? And, and I picked up on I wasn't trying to pick up on I said, she like she's scared to use the name. Why? Because the demon that was in her didn't want her to use that name. See, that demon, demons tremble at the name of Jesus. That's why they don't want you to use the name. See, it's a spirit that don't want people to use the name of Jesus like it's something wrong with using the name of Jesus. Like I said, I like how my uncle did it. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. Therefore, we satisfy everybody's religion. But the power is in the name of Jesus to break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain. So whatever you do in name of Jesus, you do it all in the name of Jesus. Well, see, Peter wanted them to know. Peter showing up knew it. He said, man, I denied it. He, he knew he, wasn't, he didn't have a sin consciousness. But Peter knew it wasn't by his own power or his own holiness that he was making that man to walk. And soon as people realize this, you'll get more people to walk who lame. You'll get more people to hear who deaf. You'll get more people to see who blind when you realize that it ain't by your holiness. Peter wanted them to know that it wasn't by his holiness. See, he told them that it was the power was in the name of Jesus. He went on and explained it. And he went on talking about how they desired a murderer and so forth and so on, and how they killed the prince of life. And in verse 16, and his name through faith in his name have made this man strong. Faith in the name of Jesus, whom ye see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him have given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Brothers and sisters, when you begin to use the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus is a strong tower, and it is the healer, it is deliverance, it is peace. It is righteousness. Be blessed. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Well, brothers and sisters, I'm having a good time just meditating and thinking about the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I bless you. I release the blood of Jesus Christ upon you. I decree over you the name of the Lord Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus, the power of God may it rest upon you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's go to Acts the, 14th, uh, Acts the fourth chapter. Let's start at the first verse. It says, and as they spake unto the people, the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them, being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. Now, we're talking about the powerful name of Jesus. And they laid hands on them and put them in hold until the next day, for it was now eventide. Howbeit many of them which heard the word believed, and the number of the men was about 5,000. And it came to pass on the morrow that their rulers and elders and scribes and Ananias, the high priest, and Caiaphas, and John, and Alexander, and as many as were of the kindred of the high priest were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, by what power, by what name have you done this? Now, they had, they had a problem with that, <laughs> with that name. The devil has a power with that name. When you use the name of Jesus Christ to do anything, you're not going wrong. I'm going to tell you that right now. When you use the name of Jesus, it ain't wrong. It might be some other stuff that ain't wrong neither, but the name of Jesus, using that name to do something for God, anything you do in the name of Jesus is right. You see what I'm saying? Even if you think you're making a mistake, you're not. Because the devil hates the name of Jesus. 
Demons tremble at the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So that's what they was mad about. They had a problem with the name. If you want to make, if you want to make the devil mad, start, or you want to get him out of there, make him mad and get him out of your way, use the name of Jesus and he must flee. Use the name of Jesus and the person must get healed. And I'm going to show you that tomorrow because Jesus told them in the 14th chapter of John, whatever you pray to Father in the name of Jesus Christ, I would do it. You see what I'm saying? So we as believers, the privilege we have is to use the name of Jesus. Oh, what a powerful name. So they want to know by what power or by what name have you done this? Then at verse 8, it says, Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the, to the impotent man, about what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him, do it this man stand here before you whole. He was letting them know it ain't by our own power. It's not by our own holiness. Our own power is by that name. That person y'all kill. The dude you kill, that's how we doing this. We doing miracles. We turn the world upside down in the name of the dude y'all kill. Verse 11 said, this is the stone which was set at not of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Isaiah prophesied about that. And here, here is the, uh, the, the apostles revealing to them this is a fulfillment of that prophecy. Neither is there salvation in any other. I'm going to tell you, brothers and sisters, don't let any man deceive you or woman for that matter. The only person that is salvation in is in the name of Jesus. I, I don't, it's, it's not debatable. I see people, man, I, I, I've been friends with, used to say Jesus was the way they went off into some other stuff. You know, doctrines of devil, teaching to abstain from meats and all that. Do you know Paul talked about that? In the latter days, people are going to get heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils telling people to abstain from meat and all this. When you when you hear people talking about, yeah, I don't eat meat and all this, abstaining from meat, that's a doctrine of the devil. All that, that, that's that spirit. And if you hang around long enough, you'll pick up some other stuff with them ain't right. Because all that go with that. You see what I'm saying? It's the wrong spirit. Hallelujah. Let, let's read that verse again, verse, verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled. Hallelujah. And they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Man, that's something else. They they call the people that they, they said, man, he's joking, he's dumb. For them to be speaking like that, they had to been with Jesus. In verse 14 they said, beholding the man which could but and beholding the man which was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. For when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, What shall we do to these men for that indeed a notable miracle have been done by them is manifest to all them that dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. Hallelujah. But it is spread no farther among the people, let us straightly threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man in this name. See, it's the name of Jesus that the enemy don't want you to use. See, he don't want you to use that name. 
you know, you can feel a drawback when you try to tell people to use the name because you're messing with their uh, doctrine from childhood and this and that and the other. Uh, verse 18 says, and they called them and commanded them not to speak at all nor teach in the name of Jesus. They don't want them to do nothing in that name because they don't want them to teach in that name because they realize that the power is in that name and the power of Jesus, the name of Jesus, disagreed with their spirit because they killed him. But, G, but Peter and John answered and said unto them, whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God judge ye. For we cannot but speak the things we have heard and seen. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go finding nothing how they might punish them because of the people. For all men glorified God for that which was done. For the man was above 40 years old on whom this miracle of healing was showed. And being let go, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. And when they had heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God which have made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them, who by the mouth of thy servant David has said, why did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. Hallelujah. For of a truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together, for to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before to be done. Now, Lord, behold their threatenings. This is a powerful prayer. Acts 4, 29 and 30. Now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may, they may speak thy word by stretching forth thine hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now they telling God, they asking the Lord. They said, look at how they threaten us. Only thing we asking, just give us the boldness to keep on preaching, but do miracles and signs in that holy name. And if you keep reading, they did it. They kept on preaching and teaching, and the gospel began to spread. And, of course, they were getting beat up and stuff along the way, but they counted it joy to suffer persecution at the name and uh, through the name of Jesus. In the second chapter of Acts, uh, at 37, it talks about uh, Acts 2 and 37. It said, now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children, to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. So you notice Peter told them to do something in the name of the Lord Jesus. See, it's all about being baptized, being born into the body of Christ, being baptized into the name of Jesus doing miracles in the name of Jesus, praying in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. For the Father have revealed his name, that name that was kept. See, 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 Paul understood the revelation. He said the mystery that was kept from the foundation of the world was Christ in us, the hope of glory. Christ living on the inside of you. Jesus saying that I be with you and even in you until the end of the world. Hallelujah. And he has given us the authority to use his name. It's kind of like when a man marry a woman. She had the authority to use his name. She takes your last name. Well, they used to be like that. Some of them don't do it. Now they keep their maiden name. 
But that's another story for another time. But the power is in taking the name of the Lord, which is the name of Jesus. Be blessed. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I bless you, and I decree the blood of Jesus Christ upon you. Glad to be with you on this Friday. We're talking about the powerful name of Jesus. Isaiah 45, and at verse 3, it says, And I will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places, that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which called thee by thy name, I am the God of Israel. For Jacob, my servant's sake, and Israel, mine elect, I have even called thee by thy name. I have surnamed thee, though thou hast not known me. Now, the word surname, I, I looked that up. That's a name that's given to a family. My name is Derek King. When I married my wife, her name became Victoria King. And we are joint heirs. We're joint heirs of this house. She owned the house with me. Something happened to me is hers. We're joint heirs. Whatever I got is hers. You see what I'm saying? And that's how it is with Christ. Paul talked about us being joint heirs with Christ. Hallelujah. And so you became a joint heir with Christ when you took his name. When you believed on the name of the Lord, the Bible teaches that he surnamed you. You are called Christ. Jesus is the head. We are the body. We are the literal body of Christ, or we are the bride of Christ. We are married to him. He is a husband man. Husband man means he come take a bride. You know, it talks, he use all them parables. So we are joint heir. Whatever is the, is the husband is the bride also. He take the husband, take care of the bride. And so that's why it's kind of crazy nowadays. See, people don't understand things. They get married and they keep the, the, the woman keep the same name. See, the Hollywood do that all the time, but you got that spilling over into a regular um, society where they don't become one. See, Christ wanted the man to leave his mother and father and be joined to his wife, and those two shall become one. And if you read that when Paul talked about that, he said he's not even talking about that. He's talking about Christ and the church. He was just using that parable. How many understand that? So God wanted us to be one with him. In Colossians 3 and 17, it says, and whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do it all, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. So you, anything you do in the name or in, in the deed, you are to do it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Philippians, um, the second chapter, and at verse 9, it says, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. So Jesus is the name to which God has chosen to re release his power through. So when you begin to use the name of Jesus Christ, you're going to get results. Let's go to John the 14th chapter. And let's start at uh, verse 4. John 14 and at verse 4, it said, Whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. That's what Jesus said. He said, well, I'm going, you know, in the way you know. 
Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also, and from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. How many believe Jesus don't lie? How many know that God cannot lie? God just told Thomas that he is the way, that he is the truth and the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by him. Then he said a profound statement. He said, if you have known him, you should have known his father also, and from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. He started he start making it plain to him then. See, that's a fulfillment of a Isaiah prophecy. When it said that baby that was going to be born, it was going to be called the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. So he's telling him right now, that's a fulfillment of that. Ye know him and have seen him. Because Thomas was asking him to show him the father. Now, Peter going to ask the same question in verse 8. Peter said unto him, Lord, show us the father, and it suffices us. He said, well, Brother King, why are you talking about this? What I'm trying to show you is, is when you do something in the name of Jesus Christ, you got it all covered. You got it all covered. I ain't trying to tear up somebody's doctrine. What I'm trying to tell you, if you want to release the power, if you want to see the power of God released, use the name of Jesus Christ to do, to do your deeds. When you when you cast out devils, don't let these people knock on your door on Saturday and steal the name of Jesus Christ from you. They come to your house and steal the name of Jesus. That's another Jesus they preaching, that he's just a prophet. Now Jesus was God manifested in the flesh. And that's what he was trying to get them to have a revelation of. This is God in the flesh. Hallelujah. You need to know that. That If you know that, you can't be deceived when you go off and people try to deceive you away from the name of Jesus. They work overtime trying to, especially some of the black folk try to tell you a white Jesus and all that. You know, I'm just being real with you. Don't fall for that junk. That That's a bunch of junk to get you away from Jesus. Don't even listen to that garbage. Don't let the devil deceive you. There's no other name whereby men must call on to be saved but the name of the Lord Jesus. So don't fall for it. I'm sorry I had to say that, brothers and sisters who, who are spiritual, but you have to say that for the babes in Christ. They get concerned with this old foolishness. Jesus was God in the flesh. He said, if you have known me, you should have known my father also. And from henceforth, you know him and have seen him. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the father and it suffice us. Jesus said unto him, have I, personal pronoun. Philip asked him to show him the father. And Jesus said, have I, personal pronoun, been so long with you. And yet has thou not known me, Philip. He that have seen me have seen the father. How sayest thou then, show us the Father? You're looking at him. You're looking at him. You're looking at in me is the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So go ye in all the world. That's what Jesus told him when he got ready to go. Go ye in all the world, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. He used one name, and then he said, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. One name, one family. He have surnamed you. My family name is King. See what I'm saying? Or better yet, my real family name is Jesus. I'm a Jesus. You a Jesus. Wouldn't you like to be a Jesus too? We are all Christ. We are in the body of Christ. We're all married to Christ. It talks about the virgin, 10 virgins. You see, see, all of, all the of Bible was written to him. He came in the volume of the book. You thought David having 
hundreds of wives was just by him uh, being freaky. Now, it wasn't him getting his freak on. It was him trying to show the revelation of, of one husband, man, many brides, one body, all of them take, taking on the surname of David. It was representative of Christ, one man having many brides, all of us making one body. Oh, don't, don't, don't be carnal today. Be spiritual today. See, we all been baptized into one body. And that body is Christ. Paul talked about that in 1 Corinthians. All of them passed through the water. All of them passed through the rock. He was talking about Moses. And he said, all of us have been baptized in one body. That's Christ. Go ye in all the world, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. You've seen Jesus. You've seen the Father. What's that name? The name is Jesus. What's that name? Jesus. So Jesus said unto him, you know, let me keep reading because I ain't got to what I'm supposed to be getting to. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The word that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very works sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, this is what I'm trying to get to, verse 12 and 13. He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Hallelujah. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. So you can cast out devils in the name of Jesus, but you can ask certain things. You can pray the Father in the name of Jesus, he'll do it. It's talked about that in John, the 17th chapter. He said, here unto you have asked me nothing. But he said, the day going to come when you're going to pray the Father in the name of Jesus. And I'm going to do it that your joy may be full. So, brothers and sisters, God has given us a name to spread the power, to release the power, to upsert the, the, the kingdom that is not his. Be blessed. I'll talk to you next week. Have a great day.